what make you laugh, make you cry like ain't life funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it Damn, is. Damn, dude. Yeah. You just Yeah, it's exactly it. that. Okay, so everyone listen to or watch Snowfall on FX, apparently. It's a burner. Oh yeah. Oh, Can't even fuck. give no spoilers. Can't even no, give no spoilers. I mean, how many seasons are they into that show now? They're on the fourth one now, but like every season, hot, bro. God like it ain't, yeah, every How season. Did I miss the show. It's like everything I want: crack, conspiracy, nah. drug, you know, drug running, all that. Oh, you tripping, bro? Like, yeah, damn. you ain't been watching that. I watched I'm the first watching like, season of the day. Baking championship, getting locked into that. That little did I know I could man. be watching trip that crack championship the show man honestly though man uh i think i'm about to stop watching tv altogether, bro i'm getting scared man they uh <laughs> i don't know i think they really trying to program my mind to i don't know man do some crazy shit or something man because just like <laughs> i feel like i feel like if you start absorbing what's really going on on tv and like looking at the messages for like just plain as day messages you'll be like man this shit really is kind of fucked up because like what was I watching, man? Um, oh, I was watching this show, uh, like one of them little Netflix shows. It was uh, Paradise PD. And like at the end of the show, like all the characters like get into some craziness and shit and like get away with it though, right? And then the guy, like it's like this guy that they killed, his ghost come back and he said, well, I hope y'all had a good time because I ain't learned a damn thing. <laughs> and like all that kind of clicked in my mind when I heard him say that because I was like, man, I'll be watching TV shows. I don't be learning shit, man. <laughs> like, it's like I didn't pick up nothing from that. Like that was just entertaining, you know what I'm saying? So like I mean that's I why know. I watch cooking shows because even if you don't learn a recipe, you can at least if you're watching it, you can learn something. You know how to saute some shit if you watch chopped. You know what I mean? Like you get a yeah. list. Speaking watch, of cooking shows, you watch a thousand hours of Food Network, you'll do like you'll become like me, where you can actually like you know what a term is, and you can cook some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? At least sound like you know what you're talking about. I feel <laughs> now, you. if you're watching MTV and like Florida Shore and that kind of horseshit, you're drooling and breathing out of your mouth and you know shitting. <laughs> face. Well, that's what's scary because like, what if you're watching something that's even more so. uh not educational at all like watching that reality tv show stuff like you definitely ain't learning nothing you know what i'm saying like except for that these people are crazy but they you were didn't learn anything crazy. from little women of atlanta i know I mean, you did i know you did i learned that big things come in small packages unfortunately it just takes some little cheesy sh- Nah, um, you, you learned what a juice that's... trap was, Aaron. You learned what a what a certified juice trap. Oh gosh, is. y'all still need when, when a woman that's th- one fourth the size of someone else could get that other person to get so mad that they throw chicken wings on you. I mean, question her again. Let I can me question find her out. anytime I want yeah. to. I can ask her anything. Are you for real? Are you for real? Question her. Juice trap. I mean, let's just read the reality TV show game in general, man. Like, I feel like that's like you're in any room, any like writing room, because like, you people don't realize like reality TV shows have writers. They're you know scripted. what I'm saying? So They're like, yeah, right. <laughs> so like, somebody sitting in that room being like, so when we have you know Miss Juicy and uh, one of the twins at dinner, 
she well last season she threw a drink on her so we can't just have them throw drinks i mean well i don't know like maybe we could get like a bread basket or like a soup bowl maybe like soup will kill miss juicy she'll die like well okay not soup but like a chicken wings Hmm, chicken. This is slightly racist. I like that as well. Got a little yeah, element of I that like too. Like, racist like, undertones, also. Okay, can you we, know what? We have a full-grown woman do it, though. Please, not only what? just full-grown. Can she be massively overweight? <laughs> you feel me, though? Like that—that that conversation. Dude, happened, that show dog. literally was so fucked up because they brought even. Remember when they had Miss Juicy, right? And then she was. Um, there's one that died. I believe her name was Minnie. Miss Minnie, the one that was like, yeah. believe that she fucked Pastor Troy or something. But anyway, they were in a conflict that Miss Juicy had made this woman's life a misery to the point where her mother threw chicken wings on her. Then they bring in an even more haggard, small woman that looks like the Crypt Keeper's little mini me who can't even speak. All she's like, she's just like, Like that's all she could say. Because the show must go on, man. I mean, that's you have to realize, dude. bro. The show must go on, dog. I mean, like we're all playing a role. Remember when reality TV was like real world, and it was basically get people in a room, get them drunk, and what happens happens. Now it's not even that. It's planned, and they don't give a fuck about morals because they're like, oh hey. There's a 9,000-pound woman who can't get out who's so fat her forehead's distended with fat. Let's do a well, show about her ignorant ass and their <laughs> shit. Like, come on. Well, in all fairness, Little Women of Atlanta is kind of like the bottom barrel of the reality TV show bucket because, like, it's already fucked up no. to be kind of ridiculing these small people. Yes, it is, bro. Like, you can't, like, dog. There's not a place where a small person goes and they aren't ridiculed in that same way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's gonna see them and be like, oh damn, look at that little motherfucker. So like that's all that show is, except then they try to react like the housewives of Atlanta, where yeah, it's all scripted. So it's like, hey, let's get like this is this is really fucked up too, because like when it comes to little people, there's different like classifications. So like you can be like a little person, but like a big little person, and you could be like a little person and like a little little person. So like, don't let Miss Juicy just box up a little chick, man. And it's like, yo, dog, you can't have that big little woman beating up that little little woman like that. <laughs> this is fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Because like, all she- that was was like the producers were like, we're losing a lot of money on all the alcohol we have to make these people drink. <laughs> How do we fix that? And somebody's like, what if we get little people? They can only drink half of what a normal person. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? That probably is exactly what that was, bro. Some, <laughs> ma- some mastermind accountant was like, I got it. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only variable that we can do to remove costs and still have it be insane. Guys. I mean, you're probably you probably right. want to little kids liquor, which I don't think we're legally allowed to. Yeah. How much liquor did they drink in the real world versus real rules challenge? That had to be at least $3,000 worth of alcohol. Aaron, you want to easily something shocking about that show specifically? It's still going on. The people, it's so pathetic. Same people. It's like. Yeah. 50-year-old fucking people just trying to still... They're so broke, they're still trying to win money. Bro, it's not like, even at a point on. It's 30, on? 30 years from now. But get what they did. It's a Paramount uh, product because it's like MTV is part of Viacom and shit. Yeah. So they took all the other Viacom reality TV shows and put those people with it. 
so it's them and then it's them versus the big brother people versus like uh paradise island or whatever the fuck the shows are you know what i'm saying like all the other shows flavor come to love. that show <laughs> yeah they come to, well it ain't flavor love but that would be awesome if fucking flavor flavor just came out and fucking i would actually love that day but one that like, one chick comes and shits herself and she just they're oh, like damn man. she shit herself again can i just say something too that that show either one of two things is going on and i can't figure it out so i can't call them out on it just yet but I do want to say that there is a conspiracy with all those challenges is that whoever is picking the cast, they don't want no black person to win that money. No. Because like every every time, every season they find the, the black people that cannot swim. It's like, why are you putting these people on this show, dog? Like, I understand like a lot. Maybe there's a larger number of black people that can't swim. And I'm not one of them. So I don't know. I, I grew up with a whole bunch of black people that could swim. You know what I'm saying? Most of my friends could all swim. Everybody I knew could swim for the most part, even though I do know people that can't swim as well. But like, if you're going to go on a reality TV show in which involves swimming in the ocean and you're trying to win money, you're not going to win if you can't swim, bro. Like, that's just that's just a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, so why are you like, I just don't get it, man. And it's like, and some of them been on the show for, like I said, multiple seasons and they haven't learned to swim in that amount of time. It's like, don't you want to win? I can't figure it out. Challenge. It's like these people. Are I like, like that part. At the end of their like alcohol addictions, they're 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 still yeah. from all the abuse that they did to their body during whatever show that they're on. At this yeah, point, that's awesome. More that they've done the challenge show than whatever the original show was that they're on. So, bro, I, I think all that's great. I, th- I think all that's. Great. I actually like seeing shitty athletes. That's why I like playing golf. I like seeing people that aren't good at stuff try to be good at stuff. So, like to me, I find that funny, especially when, it, like you said, it's people that I remember being like a young buck. So like yeah, the guy <laughs> CT or whatever is now like you said just like forty five and like it's funny because I saw one episode where he's trying to get one of the chicks on there that's old too to work out with him. He's like, "Come on, man, we gotta stay in shape so we can win these challenges." Come on, he's like you don't want to win. He's here to play around, and she was like, "I want to win," and he's like saying to her workout. I was looking to see like oh, she should have just looked at him and looked at his gut like, "Hey, fam." You want me to work out? Like, look at you, dog. Like, that motherfucker literally is, like, 50 pounds over. He's had a solid six-pack, dog. Like, that dude was, like, you had a monster. To, you had to to be on those shows because they were right. like, we're going to get you drunk. And really, back in the day, the pool was like, which one of these people are going to fuck? Right, right, so exactly. That was all you were waiting to see. So I just – I can't believe that – one, there's people that are still going through that as if it's, like, a career – Bro, that's some of them only do that for a job, dog. But I mean, if you if you get a chance every year, once a year to win a million dollars, though, like, yeah, I'd be I guess I'd be mentally ready, bro. I would be ready, though. Like, them motherfuckers don't understand. It's like I would be running with fucking suitcases on my back. Like, I'm winning this goddamn all, money. I'd come in roided the fuck out. Like, yeah, dog. All that. Fucking test. Just all that, all that. In the morning, I'm like, Matt works out a whole lot. It's like, bro, there's all these weird vials of liquid in the fridge too. What I'd be, fuck? I'd be sitting in, there, I'd be drinking breast milk right in their face, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fresh out the kitty. Like, just comes in and gives you a fucking like some sort of IV. You're like, what's that? It's like, oh, these are uh, just a uh, human growth hormone and a little yeah. cell therapy. You know, yeah, I gotta stay young, guys. <laughs> trying to win this challenge especially if i already won if you already got a million dollar check bro i come back the next season ready to double up on their ass i'd be like look man i'm just trying to tell y'all something my kids gotta go to college bro it's like all this swole gotta be for something (laughs) like shit fuck it 
Remember, so I ain't mad enough for yeah, trying to win the money. You know, Chris, remember Chris Benoit? That shit's about to happen, but I'm about to be a million dollars richer, you fuck. Hey, man. I ain't mad at none of them for trying to win the money. I just, like I said, I just could tell the MTV ain't trying to let no black person win because, like, they ain't never getting no black person that can really do the shit. It's like, dog, they will get five black five black people on the show can't not even one of them swim, bro. It's like, come on, man. I feel like, honestly, no black people bro. started to get kind of hip to the fact that there was that Dave Chappelle skit on Chappelle show that kind of like made fun of this, where it would be one black person in a right. house full of white people. And it's just like, of course they're going to be crazy because right. they're surrounded by all these fucking tools. So <laughs> I feel like at some point they got like right after, what was that guy's name? Tech. Remember tech? Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy who told like, he was like right on the edge of just being like cool and stuff. But there's like, after that, I feel like everybody's like, Unless you're like a hippie weirdo like tech. I think that they just have that script. Wait till they make a one for black people and just chill because this is not a good look. Well, I think that it's just scripted into the show. Like that's an episode where they're going to be like, and then we're going to have the racial explosion episode where, you know. Dude, I guarantee you. That's like on the board someplace. Like, yeah. We need the black guy to go off. Okay. Yeah. This is kind of boring. Let's do episode five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because, like, if you notice, now, (laughs) just in the way that they even shooting any of those shows, like, if you saw, like, Louisiana had the guy David, like you said, the one with tech, Um, there was another one where there was a black dude, but he was also a gay dude, too. But, like, in all of them, though, like, if you notice, in those seasons, the black person is always kind of pushed to the side, because they follow the first storylines of, oh, these young people are hooking up, you know what I'm saying, who's gonna fuck first? So then they do that, like I said, then when the fucking gets kind of stale... Like they go away just for a minute, and then you'd be like, "Oh man, what's the black guy been doing all this time?" And then, like you said, it's like, "Oh, he's been having a hard time. He's been having troubles." Like, "Oh shit, he doesn't really yeah. like it here." I wonder. I Cut wonder why. David in a room yeah. by himself on a keyboard going, Bro, that's just not And we're like, "Bro, we can't even. We can't feature you on this show. This shit's too fucking wild, bro. Like, this is too much." <laughs> to me though but that just shows you like yeah that shit was all st- structured like uh Dave Chappelle man that dude was fucking wise man people don't understand he was opening our eyes when we were younger because you know what's funny about watching that show now is uh if you listen to the laughs because that's like a real like laugh track but like those are the people that are really there laughing you know what I'm saying yeah. some <laughs> of the skits when they watch it don't they don't even laugh like now when you watch it because they're, they're like legendary skits if you listen to the laughter and like the Prince one they don't even laugh at some of the best jokes like they're like uh, like kind of scared because they don't even know what to think because it's like it was so groundbreaking at that time people were like we've never seen anybody not just do this but in this way you know what I'm saying like he had dude, wild like, fucking skits too dude there were some skits that he would do where it was just like that one where it was the N-bomb family where it was like how the fuck did you get this passed the black white supremacist dude, yeah, dude that was episode one that was the bro episode fuck the world like the people should have realized from then on like this shit about to be something different dog because like that skit in itself is genius honestly like for america and the times it was in like that shit was actually like the perfect thing to show but then like you said then they did that one with the nigger family like bro that shit People don't understand, dog. Like the power, what he was really doing. Killing me inside. Exactly, dog. You know they don't understand what he was really doing, man. Like that shit was. I mean, he fucking. I know he influenced you and me because that's all we vibed about when we were in film school. And I mean, really professionally, that's what we tried to aspire to do: was do like great sketch comedy. That's what I love doing. I mean, yeah, man. That's kind of what my. 
real ultimate goal was to be like, how can I make the Chappelle show again? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, but I wouldn't t- tackle the same topics that he is obviously cause uh, heavy as the head that wears the crown, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. I understand why he walked away from it too. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't never doubt nobody for doing what they do. You know what I mean? Like I understand I it. Bro. It made him it, it's like it paid off. Full circle. You have to be confident and obviously he was and know that it might take a decade but in the decade you're going to be the king of everything well also uh i think because like i was just talking to my friend about this like when you stand up for what's right on the side of you know doing the morally right thing even though it might be in your detriment like like you said like it might burn at first but that shit pays off in the long run in dividends bro because you only live one life you know what i'm saying like imagine had confident in yourself <laughs> because you just gotta withstand that like wave of oh this dude's crazy as fuck this guy gave up this check why would he do this this guy right. all that criticism he got which i remember but the only i think really the reason that like i i never really criticized him it just was like suck that that show ended so abruptly because it was so good you just wanted more of it right but i got it and i mean like I well said, to me now <laughs> it looks like the biggest genius move of all time because now he's like uh He's not even just a great comedian and like somebody with a great show. He's elevated himself to something else. He's 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 the new Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? Like he's even like even more so. He's just like yeah, the philosopher right. of the United States, basically. Yeah, I mean Richard Pryor used to do the same thing. He would go on talk shows and you know be putting light to people, but then he just started you know smoking that dope and shit kind of fucked him up. But uh, but no, nah, but like think about this though. Like you were talking about the choice he made. Think about the flip side if he had stayed and did the money right. Like imagine if Chappelle's show went on for six seasons, but he was half heartedly doing Chappelle's show for six seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have died. You would never wanted to see that, and he wouldn't have been who he is either. You know what I'm saying? Because then it would have been like oh. He took the check and, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you could tell, like, the show ain't what it was. Even in the third season, you could see, like, this ain't, you know, as good as them first two. You know what I mean? Like, they tried to keep it vibing. But, like, that to me, that shows you, like, shit that might not make sense. Like you said, like, on paper, it does make sense in the long run. You know what I mean? Because, like yeah. I said, the average person is going to be like, well, I ain't going to give up no big-ass check. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, like you said, that check would have wound up being his destruction. He would have got that money and would have never been Dave Chappelle as we know it. So. Yeah, it's like interesting, that monkey, man. It's like that the monkey paw story where it's like you get what you're trying right. to get, but it's like at the it's the worst cost, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah, man. Well, nothing is uh gain, nothing's gained without nothing lost. I know we ain't really touched none of the topics or no, I mean I we didn't 50. even intro the show. Well, hey, buddy, <laughs> yeah. hey, buddy. Um sorry about that open discussion we were having, but uh welcome to episode 50. Episode 50, Aaron. Can you believe that? Can you I fucking mean we still here? We're still here for now. I We're mean, still standing. We're yeah. still strong, Aaron. <laughs> um, and the, speaking of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're welcome, everybody. Uh, aside from talking about how fucking dope. Uh, what's that show called, Aaron? Uh, Snowfall. Snowfall. So check out Snowfall. Dave Chappelle's the king of everything. We love him. Um, Aaron, I got a couple of hot topics for you. Um, we hmm. were talking about human trash on reality shows. So I'll just, this kind of leads into that. Um, so first of all, you're familiar with the Tickle Me Elmo toy, correct? Yeah. And the guy got like caught up in some child pedophile shit. The guy oh, that okay. was the so voice, you right? heard about this. You heard about yeah. this. Yeah. That was a big story back in the day. I remember that. 
Well, I'm just going to refresh everybody. This is a story that um, this is actually a story from yesterday. So um, a guy in Michigan who was like a home inspector was caught on uh, a home video camera doing some pretty lascivious things to a Tickle Me Elmo doll. Um, by the by the family. So essentially this guy went in to do an inspection for the city, got into the kid's room, and this is all captured on video apparently. I, I'm not watching it. I wish I was. Uh, just to see this guy's fucking dumbass face. But this crazy dude went into a room, a kid's room, found a Tickle Me Elmo doll, and I'm trying to get the quote up. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get the okay, quote up. Man, what did he do? Van, this this guy's name is some Kevin Van, Wayne Van Leuven. So he sounds like a pedo. Van Leuven was allegedly surveilled going into the home's nursery where he started touching himself. As the situation progressed, police say Van Leuven picked up the stuffed Elmo doll and, quote, appeared to be pleasuring himself with the doll. So, so I think this isn't no coincidence at all because his name is Van Leuven, you said? I mean, bro, hold on. Let me just share the screen real quick so you can get a look at this guy. Well, the reason why I'm saying I mean, the look at name. That, look, at that, look at that dome. Look at those vacant eyes. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty – that's obviously a pedophile. But, uh, but no, what I was going to say is, is that uh, you remember Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was all connected. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tubin was on a Zoom call touching himself. Mm-hmm. Is it any coincidence that Van Lubin oh. then goes into the house and does this with a Tickle Me Elmo doll? I think that that's really Jeffrey Tubin right there. He just it tried to trick you. everybody. And he was like, side by my, side, name, but... my name is Van Lubin. What do you guys mean? I didn't touch myself. But apparently Tubin is up to his old tricks again. Oh, fuck it, dude. <laughs> this is Tubin. He got that. He has like that Mission Impossible mask machine, dude. Yeah, man. He just, he just got a fucking... Yeah, he just pulled that mask off and shit. We man. got like, come on. you. We got you, jet fucking tubing. You, you can't trick me. The camera now, motherfucker. You can't trick me, man. But no, like, but no, like in all seriousness, though, like, oh, what no. the fuck? I like, I like that. You go, you, you just said all that crazy shit and then go, no, dude, in all seriousness, there's no all seriousness after that. Well, I know, right? But no, like, I'm saying that I don't really think that that's the Jeffrey Tubin right there. Um, but, oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> but uh, but like when it comes to Van Lubin's uh case, I kind of feel like uh, you wanted to get caught because why are you jacking off some in the place that's dude, has, you know that's what I'm saying? Hard, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's what a pedophile does, dog. Like, that's that was like some like he wanted to walk on the edge on the razor's edge type, shit, you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, like pissing on the edge of a cliff or some I, I shit. I don't even mean to laugh. <laughs> this That's is what he was doing. Like he was, like he's like, I'm, I'm in the kid's room. Like I'm all, it's, it's just, it's, it's the next best thing in his mind. You know what I mean? I feel like so he's like doing that because he probably wanted to. He probably jizzed on the doll. You know what I'm saying? And probably was gonna leave it there. Some sicko shit. You know what I mean? So like, 
I mean, to me, I just felt like that dude wanted to get caught. He he was he's a sick dude. Like maybe he thought that doing that would somehow let him get closer to the kid. I don't know what his ultimate plan was. I don't think he even had a plan. But like I said, like the same thing with these people that do these mass shootings. It's like you realize at some point you're either going to go to jail or get killed, right? Like I don't I don't understand like committing a, a crime without understanding that you need to try to get away with the crime. Like so, in me, like I don't have any sympathy or understanding of this because like maybe I'm just a criminal, like. I, I, I want to commit a crime and escape. Like, is that such a vague thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's a wrong mindset to have, but maybe he's always going to get away with it. I don't know. But like, you're beating off in, a, in somebody else's house. Like, it don't matter. It don't matter what room you're in. You could have been in, you know what I'm saying? You could have been in the bathroom. You're beating off in somebody else's bathroom. Go in the bathroom, off. bro. Even if he was in the bathroom. He would have, like, even, in, like, maybe there's not a camera in there. You hope that the people aren't sick and don't got a camera in the bathroom. But he wanted that's to get caught. That's all that says to me. That yeah, that, that, that's all that says to me, dude, is, like, that guy just wanted to get caught. Like, you're beating off in somebody else's house, in their kid's room. You're going to get caught. Like, I mean, I got to believe that what you're saying is accurate because, to me, I mean, this guy's a home inspector. I mean, if you're a home inspector, you know that you're aware of the fact that in this day and age, people have home cameras. So just knowing Anywhere. that, being some weird dude who's obviously done this before, if you got the, the fucking nuts to just straight up whip it out and start beating off, and like you said, in any room. Any room, exactly. In the basement, like you're on the job. It's not like you're in your office. You're out in some other person's home. Like you don't know what the deal is. And on top of it, this guy, you're in a fucking nursery. So already it's like, if you're in there more than, I don't know, how long does it take to inspect? Maybe five minutes. They're going to be like, what the fuck is homie doing in the fucking nursery? To me, yeah, to me, I think he was trying to pull some, like, you you remember that movie Choke? where the guy uh, was like a sex addict and he walked like walked into like the uh, the bathroom in an airplane and it's just a lady in there ass naked like yeah, hey, what's yeah. up yeah. just like wait waiting for some shit to pop off like i think he was trying to do the same shit like i'm gonna go in there and jack off and hopefully the kid come in by himself and then like i've already oh, you know what I'm saying? damn i didn't even think yeah, See, to me i was I'm just saying. like he's just no. like into being in a kid's area so it's no. like halfway there you know i think i think I he was trying to be on some of that shit. on that i'm just saying like if you're fucking van tubin or whatever the fuck this comeback his name is uh have some fucking awareness as a criminal fuck and don't jack, just straight up jack off. Like, smell the doll. Like, say an incantation. Do whatever you got to do. But don't be out here like this because it's like, like you said. I mean, all this is. You're going to get caught. All you're going to do is either, like, you're going to get caught just in, like, you're going to lose your job. Or, like, worst case, a dad's going to roll in there and then rip your throat out if he's got any balls on him. And because you're in there, like, jerking off in their kid's space. So Bro, that's what I'm saying, hell, man. dude. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Big old <laughs> to fucking Kevin Van Lauren, the fucking Pied Piper of Michigan. Apparently, this guy's cracking off and goddamn Elmo. You couldn't get a rag, dude. You had to brick off into the fucking. Bruh, that was part of it, bro. That's what I'm saying. That nigga is sick, dog. Like, all that shit was part of that <clears throat> bullshit, bro. Like, that's what that was about, man. Like, people don't understand, like, this pedophilia shit is really getting out of control now to a whole nother level where, like, bro, I'd be terrified if I had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't leave my kid with nobody, dog, because, like, no, apparently, okay. apparently, yeah, like, apparently this shit is just, like, everywhere, and it's like, this guy, literally, like, say he's working for the city, coming up in strangers' houses, like, so, 
he's ob- I don't feel like that's the first time he's done something like that. Can't be, dude. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? If he was doing this in a child's nursery, like that's next level fucked upness. Like right. if you go into a bathroom and you got to fucking t- take care of yourself no that's already pretty fucked up but at least you're in the confines of a place where it's like no one's probably you can lock the door nobody's gonna walk in like it's fucked up as fuck but being in a nursery and on top of that i don't know like if he was like fucking the doll or just like using it like as like an extension of his hand and just like brick like jerking it i I don't know what the technique was but again, go fuck yourself, Kevin. No, Matt, I'm telling you, like that was that was on some fucked up bullshit where he probably has done that in multiple homes and jizzed over kids' toys and they don't know what it is, type shit. And that's how he gets off on the shit later. You know what I'm saying? Like being like, yeah, like they found that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fucked up shit, bro. I hope I hope that motherfucker go to jail for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? But you want to know probably what's won't. out there, and I'm seeing what the charges were here, and this is even more concerning. Here's what I'm seeing. Van Leuven was arraigned Wednesday on charges of aggravated indecent exposure and malicious, I'm sorry, malicious destruction of property under $200. The former charge carries a maximum sentence of two years in prison, the latter to a three-month sentence. So at most he's doing two years, which, you know, this motherfucker ain't doing two years. That's what I'm saying, man. That's like, that's- he also, you should get, like, I know there wasn't even a kid involved. It's just, like, the idea of it and, like, obviously what's in right. this head, we're assuming. Right. Uh, you should just throw this motherfucker in jail. Cause I'd be like, I get what you did. Isn't like in a, the technical sense of the most like criminal of crimes, but we see what your motives are, dude. So you're going to go away. Like, fuck you. That's what I'm saying, man. Like ultimately you have to look at like, that's where you got to get into like some minority report fucking pre-crime shit and be like, well, what would have happened if there was a kid there? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, to me, like, I think that you need to do that in those instances. But then you're taking leeways with the laws and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I understand not just getting him on what you can get him for. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's touchy, man. Because you can't get, like you said, they know he didn't really, like, assault anybody. So, like, they can't burn him and be like, oh, yeah, eight years under the jail. But he deserved to be in the jail for the rest of his life. Like, because, like I said, like, how many families has he done that to? How many kids toys has he done that to? You know what I'm saying? And, and they just like don't know. It's a situation where it's like, okay, we got some guys in jail right now, right? Maybe they want to get a reduced sentence. So you have some sort of like forgiveness plan for dudes in jail that maybe are just like suicide squad. You know, maybe they are a little violent, but they're not going to like, they're not like a child molester. So, like, when this happens, you do a little like, it's not really, um, what is it called? Like vigilante justice, but you're just like manipulating the jail system. So it's like, you get that guy in jail and then you're like, look, Hey, Jonathan guy who beat up 10 guys in a bar fight, you know, put some hands on this guy, make sure he's fucking gets a little, you know, fucked up. And then we're just going to pin a bunch of crimes on this guy in jail. So it's like one of those situations where he goes in, but then he stays in because they keep putting like fucked up, you know, well, you like, know what they should do uh, is just maybe like uh, a, maybe a shanking occurs and we put it on this guy and you know you just keep him in the system. 
Well, I think that they should just like how they have like unwritten jailhouse rules where it's like you have to stay with your race. Like it just needs to be that one of those rules is that even in the guards eyes, they know this rule where it's like as long as you don't shank and murder a child molester, everything else is cool. So like you can beat his ass to a pulp. You can rape him, whatever, but just like you can't stab him up and kill him. You know what I'm saying? So like that's where the line is drawn. So other than that, the guards will just turn a blind eye. And then like the day that they come to jail, like they just get brought in and they're just like, hey, y'all, this guy right here, Van Lubin, he got caught in a kid's room uh, touching on the toys. This guy's going to be here for two years. I want you guys to make sure his stay is really comfortable. And then they just hand him off to the inmates, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know. Whatever happens, happens. Just be like, you know, everybody has like a jumpsuit in jail or whatever. You make him wear pink underwear and that's it. And that's all (laughs) the uniform he gets. And it's like, hey, everybody, you see a little sweet tart walking around? You know what to do. And then it's just like, you know, like you said, anything goes. And I think what the vibe is in jail, but I think it would just be visually funny if you were just like, just drop, just like completely humiliate the guy. And in this case, it's like, this guy hopefully goes to jail way longer. I doubt it because on top of what you're saying, you've brought this up in the past and I agree. There seems to be, I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but there's some kind of like fucked up thing in law where child molesters even when caught don't really seem to get a just punishment to the crime well you know it's fucked up to like drug offenders and shit where they're going to jail for like 30 years and a guy who's fucking a kid in a room you know he gets like five years and does two and it is what it is think about this though like we didn't talk about this too much but it's kind of becoming it's like nation national news with the deshaun watson thing with like the masseuses and stuff right and in any case where there's a sexual assault or something indecency type thing going on, there's already a complicated issue in the court system. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's a man and a woman, regardless of age, race, whatever, it's always complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just him as one example. You know what I mean? But like, you can go down the list of like, you know, mad dudes that have fallen this, they're in the same kind of path. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Cause like, even in those cases, for whatever reason, our system is set up, in those instances to want to side with the the uh the defendant there and i don't under- really understand why because like even if one is true like with bill cosby or like with sean watts like i said or like you know jeffrey epstein white uh harry weinstein all those you know what I'm saying like if even one is true what they did is terrible you know what i'm saying like they raped somebody you know what i'm saying like that's that's awful so like why not make the law so that that person can at least get their story heard in a way where they're not like getting their character questioned. You know what I mean? Because like, that's what all these cases inevitably come down to. And I think that's why these pedophiles get off is because just the way that courtism is even set up, it's your word versus the word of the kid. And somehow, even though you're a pedophile, because you're an adult with a a job and all that, your word somehow is going to reign more over what they assume to be the word of a child, which also can be manipulated. Yeah, this motherfucker has a video of his ass jerking off with a fucking tickle me almost. So it's like, bro, yeah. we see you. We know you can't talk your way out of this. What is your explanation for this? Matt, Jeffrey Epstein like, had a bunch of fleas on your dick, and that was the only thing you could wipe him off with. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I feel like to me, like I said, that guy wanted to go to jail, in my opinion. Like, I feel like he wanted to get caught because, like, what the fuck else would you think is going to happen in the long run of what you're doing? But, like, I was saying, I'm just saying, like, and this is like Epstein, right? Like, what you're saying, yeah, like, all makes perfect sense, but like, 
look like it like you said you got evidence of the video epstein literally had the evidence of like 30 something little women you know little girls being like yo this dude did this shit you know what i'm saying like being like yo fam like what the fuck you know what i'm saying like and ain't nobody trying to hear me you know what i mean so like that to me is conspiracy to a degree you know what i mean or like or even just like a systematic problem of the justice system that needs to be addressed because like i said like in every sexual case like it's already bad but then like you're saying on the flip side of that then when that instance is a child then it's getting played out in the worst instance ever because really the person that's the accuser you know what i'm saying like they got hurt can't even really voice their opinion because they like I, I think in the eyes of the law like a child can't even take the stand if i'm not mistaken like you can't take the stand as a minor without an adult you know what i'm saying like yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that. Well, I'm pretty sure that's know. how that works. I think you can. Like, I think they. I mean, there's gotta be. You gotta. It, like, you have to go through juvenile court system. You see what I'm saying? But like, when it's an underage child against an, an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where that shit gets so much more convoluted. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think just even in the way that the laws are set up, like it's already set up so that those play in favor of the plaintiff in that. In that, I mean, of the defendant. You know what I'm saying? Where like. No matter what the accusation, like you said, in every sexual case in the history of America, bro, like somebody say they got raped, like they instantly go to that person that they're saying is the raper, and then they try to find every reason to say that he didn't do it before they be like, okay, yeah, this happened. You know what I'm saying? But then look at another crime, though. Like, let it be, like you said, like a drug user or something, and it's like you're going back to jail. They find every reason to be like, yeah, this your dope, this your money, you know what I'm saying? Put it on your head and then go eat them years. You know what I mean? So, like, they even like they the fact that that's even a thing like they had the three strikes laws for drug offenders non-violent drug offenders but they don't have the three strike laws for pedophiles bro yeah it's like you to me that's a one strike offense if you get convicted yeah. and you molested a kid you should go to jail forever and, or not just like fucking kill the dude i don't give any a sexual any sexual crime though you know what i'm saying because like to me that's like if you rob a bank but then if you rob a bank with a gun then it's uh, added on. It's even a bigger thing. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you rob a bank and then you tell somebody like, y'all go over there, get in the closet. Like oh, that's, that's now kidnapping plus robbing the bank plus uh, with a gun, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things get tacked on. That should be how these sexual assault things go, where it's like, oh, you didn't just force yourself on someone. You forced yourself on a child. Boom. So that's automatically another five years. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's what needs to happen with that guy. Like, oh, you jacked off in somebody's house. Oh, but you jacked off in the kid's room. Boom. Five more years on that. You were trying to do some freaky, freaky fuck. Yeah, if shit. I was you the judge, I'd be like, "Well, clearly this is premeditated because you had an appointment yeah. to come to this house, so we're gonna add that on. That's conspiracy to commit, like you know, do what you just all said. that. It's like, yeah, oh, all that actually that, adds bro, up like, to fifty-five, you know, thousand. Yeah, you need you need to be going up against eighty counts of that shit because to me, that's a very easy thing to avoid. Don't pull your dick out in somebody's house and beat off. How hard is that? That's that's all that guy had to not do. And he wouldn't be in jail right now. So that's why I don't have no mercy for the dude. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 was some dude trying to be on some fucked up shit, dog. Fuck you, Van Lorven. First and foremost, you fucking fuck. And I could just Aaron was getting hot. I could see the conspiracy. I'm just tired of this shit, bro. I'm tired of this shit, bro. Cause like to me, that's like that's why I brought up that Jeffrey Tube and shit. Cause I just wanted to show you that everything is going full circle. Like it's some deviant shit going on out here, bro. For whatever reason or purpose, <laughs> I don't want to necessarily uh, say. I think it's, you don't have to you tell know. me that, my friend. I've been, yeah. I, like, first of all, everything you're saying is accurate and it's crazy. And also, there's just freak people out there, dude. There's just straight yeah, up that too. crazy fucking people. Dude, uh, we got 
your mom's house has like live events that they do that are uh, live streams and they show yeah. insane videos. There was one yeah. last Friday, dude, that I mean, I still like. I'm <laughs> just uh, well, you need to start watching that shit. I mean, do you remember? Have you ever heard of the Pain Olympics? Nah. I mean, dude, it was literally. But I, 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 I like, couldn't get this, the We idea don't have to it, talk yeah. about it a lot, but it's basically the video was a guy's nutsack getting nailed to a board. Uh? Well, this is what I wanted to say though, right? Like. We're saying there's some deviant fucked up shit going on out there. What I think is happening is I, I don't everybody always blames social media, internet, whatever. But I think like we should have to realize, like, let's just take for example, when you go to like the uh like a porn site, they be having comments on that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, like there are people that literally interact in those things. Like I don't know who has time to like one-handedly type a comment on a porno while they're trying to look <laughs> at some ass. Up, you know what I'm saying? But like People be doing that shit, apparently, and they be like sharing opinions and just like on Facebook, how ideas and shit got passed along, like just in those things, for example, too, that same thing happens where it's like, well, I'm in the, you know, that freaky shit where the women get tied up and it's like, oh, yeah, me too. And like, then they find the chick that's into that and it's like, you know, they be linking up outside of that, you know what I mean? And like, then eventually enough of them people link up. So like they got their own little network. So then like the same thing happened with like somebody who like getting they you know they toes lit you know what i'm saying or they, you know they button lit so then they got a community but like what's going on like this is just a funny example but like what i'm saying though is like the conversation is going on you know what i'm saying like amongst these people so they making a network so like then you got to look at like the same thing with these like deviants and all that and there's so many of that shit going on now that that's becoming the norm bro you know what i'm saying because they linking up thinking that it's cool because they got like when you was just a one foot liquor in the whole town and every chick foot you lick was like, oh, you a freak. I don't fuck with you. And like, don't talk to you no more. Like, you feel a- alienated. You know what I'm saying? So like, you can't be you. But now you got 30,000 other foot lickers with you. So like now all y'all a team, you know what I'm saying? So you think it's okay. So then you start expanding that reach. You know what I mean? Like, so now they got the foot liquor society. They got fucking conventions. You know what I'm saying? They go on the fucking Lake Tahoe having a ski resort and shit. Like, this all happens because we know about the furries where they be dressing up like, you know, them little uh costume characters would be humping each other and shit right so like all this is a real thing you feel me so like the same thing is going on with all this deviance where like it's be finding a place where it's accepted that's kind of what they were talking about with that uh QAnon shit in 8chan bro like them people like there was right supremacists and right wing and shit found other people that was all down with that and like think that because they stay in them circles that all that shit is cool and it's the norm so the crazy is becoming the norm like that's what's going on because usually what happened is is like we, you know, evolve, you you meet your own crazy ideas in your head, you say to somebody who's your homie, he might be down, he might not, but eventually somebody will come across you and be like, man, that shit's crazy, bro, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm like, you talking about, I ain't never heard that, that's wild, and it make you doubt yourself, you'd be like, yeah, well, maybe I'm not right, you go back and rethink about it, but if you just keep getting re- reiterated the same thing, like, you know, same whatever bullshit idea you had over and over again, and people keep agreeing with it, you think that, the, like you said, the outside the box starts becoming the norm, bro. Like, that's what that's what's going on, man. Like, that's what Trump was all about. All that shit, bro. Like, the far out there shit is starting to become reality, like the regular shit. And when that's the regular shit, what's the the, the normal shit that used to be normal is now the crazy shit. So like, just being like a regular person that's just chill and ain't trying to hustle nobody and, you know, just be a good dude. Like, that's becoming the weirdo shit now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, I'm cool with if, that. I'm cool being weird. I'm going to just be like, but you it, know, like... what. To us, like, Willie Nelson, sort of this eclectic guy who's just sort of living life to the beat of his drum. 
and it's not even really because of the pot, but I just feel like the vibe Willie Nelson has as a human being, that's just how I want to be. I just want to be some old dude that's just like... Man, I remember when a dime bag cost a dime. You know what I mean? You know how much condoms used to cost back in them days? How much? I don't know. I, we never used them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Like, I hope I'm like that. I hope I'm that chill. I, and if that's weird, which it is now, um, I'm cool with it. Well, what's scary about it is, is that uh, that idea is dope. And I'm so down with that, too. That's kind of how I am and why I feel like we're kind of good at seeing a lot of what's going on and being able to make observational statements about it is because, like, we are kind of just, you know, the more chill. Like, hey, man, that's cool if you want to do it. Like, I'm not going to get in an uproar but you have to realize that there are people that are linked up in those little subcultures that when they see somebody doing something else they lose their shit you oh, know what yeah. i'm saying like that's what oh, i don't yeah. like i don't even understand that concept of like because somebody's doing something that you don't want them to do you have to lose your shit about it because it's like man it's people that do shit i don't want them to do every fucking day you know what i mean like i would never want to see somebody you know, wreck their car. But it happens every fucking day. Somebody wreck their car. You know what I'm saying? And like, I feel bad for them and everybody involved. And like, I would never want to see that shit happen. But people wreck their cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, some on purpose, some by mistake or whatever. But this shit happens, right? So like, it, you have two choices then. To be like, all these motherfuckers is wrecking their cars. I'm going to lose my shit. Or you'd be like, well, damn, man. Sometimes people just wreck their cars and shit happens. But you got to just go with the flow. You know what I mean? But people just legitimately be like, oh, they want guns. I don't want guns or they got I want my gun. Let's whatever it is. Just lose their shit because somebody likes something different than them, bro. Like, that's what's happening right now. I really don't get that because that was like. I don't know, just the fun of the. I just remember, like, when I went to college and was living in the dorms being I came from a real fucking just generic suburb suburb that was just filled with the same type of people. Me and Steve on my pod on the '90s podcast talk about this shit all the time. That it was just like very white bread. It was just like generic. And then when I went to college, I just met all these like different people. And I my whole thing has always been, I'm like a very nice dude. And unless you've done something shitty, if I don't really give a fuck, like oh, are you a Republican, Democrat, any of that shit? If we can have fun and like talk about, if I can like talk to you about something, then cool. But I don't really like being offended when somebody doesn't like a movie, I, whatever it is. Like, it's almost right. down to that. It's like, you don't like Avengers? What the fuck, dude? Fuck you. Well, it's I like, think what it is, is like, they think it's, a, it's, they think it's an attack on them. You know what I mean? Like, bec- but it's not. You know what I mean? I, I don't even know how that got weaponized. Where, like, because we aren't 100% in line with each other, I'm somehow now your adversary. But... That's where this comes to. I mean, now, dude, dude, you and I are best friends. You, like, even we'll take it to TV shows. You will watch some trash TV, but then you can say man, the same thing man. about me. Man, so, you always trying to hate on because I watched somebody dude, build a fish tank. I was you about know what I'm saying? Say, like, fish tanks, son. It's disgusting. That shit, I find it, I find building things fascinating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I agree. Regardless of what it is. Like, maybe watch. You never watched this old house? Yes. I was about to say. Even the new guy. bro. Man, you better get your stuff together, man. Bob Vila being built you a fish tank out of an old shoe rack and a hammock, man. Shoe. (laughs) 
Dude, is Bob Miola still alive, man? Is he? I don't. I don't know if he's still alive. I know he doesn't fuck with the show no more. But I remember one time, bro. I saw an episode of Bob Vila where he was trying to take a falling down tree that was in the yard and build. He built like a beam with that joint to build like the foundation of the home and shit. I was like, bro, this dude cold right here with that joint. <laughs> that was nice. He's still alive, killing it. He's yeah, okay. Seventy five years old. Get. This dude's living in Miami, dude. Him and Eddie are chilling. Yeah, man. Why Miami wouldn't you be? Man, Ed, man, Eddie, Eddie is not in Miami, bro. Eddie is probably in Spain somewhere, bro. What are you what? talking about? Eddie is in Costa Rica, probably, man. Dude, he's probably not. He's in America, but he's, like, skiing right now. He's doing something, like, where it's, like, how the fuck is that even possible? But it's happening. He's that would be a great character he's to in just space, have dude. on a show. Yeah, man. Just have Eddie 9000 be on a show where it's just like randomly throughout the show. They'd be like, man, I wonder what Eddie doing. And you just be on the moon, like you said, just fucking getting high with an alien oh, and guys, shit. Next time you- check it out, man. Yeah, bro. It's like, man, fucking, man, last time y'all saw me, man, I fucking fell into another dimension, man. Dude, I bought I like, this dollar bong and then all of a sudden I was on the moon smoking it, man. But then I broke it. It's a bummer. It's like it is. It's like just crashed back to earth and shit, man. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, and then it just really actually happened to him, though, man. That's what you don't understand. Like, he be living, dog. He be doing what you want to dream, though. To the extreme that I remembered, I totally forgot about this dude. Remember Anand? That suave. Oh, yeah, bro. I bet you Anand living that straight. Anand Anand Meta, I believe your name is. If you're out there, I used to. uh, I bet you're living fucking baller right now. Oh man, I used to have him on Facebook. Like I don't think I'm cool enough to be his friend no more. Now he probably dropped me. But when it used to be my Facebook, he's on that new shit, Clubhouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh yeah, exactly. But bro, when I used to see his shit, he post a picture. It'd be him like. Sitting in like some ancient doorway in Persia with like his fucking shirt wide yeah, open, dude, just with the fucking, gold. Uh, just looking balled out, like just looking like, oh yeah, fuck it, man. You know what it is? I'm just chilling, man. You know, just, <laughs> just, ball, just out here in fucking out in Turkey, man. It's just <laughs> Istanbul, like, but I'll be in I'll be in Dubai. I'll be in Dubai next week, and then after that, I'm gonna go to the Philippines and just dude. I'm it, telling man. you, Anand, if you're out there, dude, hook it up. Get us- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, nah, man, I, I love that. Uh, that just like we had a cast of characters, uh, and that brings me to a t- like in film school. That brings me to what I wanted to talk to you about was, uh, have you been watching Hell's Kitchen? Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, like, this could be a lot that you're talking about, but I just thought that it was funny that I would notice today I was like, I feel like this cast with Hell's Kitchen is, like, my favorite cast, man. I like all these people because they all silly as shit to me, man. Like, if you remember this season, this shit was funny as hell, dog. Like, they had old boy that was like, man, I just quit, man. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like, that's what we were talking about that last week. Do you have yeah, what it bro. takes? No, chef. He's like, nah. What? I'm not, I don't have what it takes. I'm out of here. And he just leaves. Hey, man. I could not. I thought that shit was legendary, bro. Because that dude, I know in his head, was just like, man, I ain't got time. These motherfuckers got me sweeping this kitchen out there 25 seconds and shit, man. Keep getting yelled at his shit. Like, I was like, I can feel you, bro. That shit looks like it wasn't fun. So I understand. But 
If you could be the head chef of fucking Gordon Ramsay restaurant, though, man, you better make that money. Mary Lou is about to win this shit, dog. Oh, yeah, man. My little baby, man. You don't even understand, dog. I'd be in love with that chick, dog. If I ever saw Mary Lou in real life, man, I'm a fan. You're fucked. Man, she she like that white dude just because she ain't met me. You know what I'm saying? That's all that is, bro. All right. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Bro. I'm all this. All this. All this savoir faire. Hey man, don't even let me get a chance because I'd be all over that. I'm trying to tell you, I would be like, "Hey Mary, and she, she can, can cook, cook too, bro." I'm trying to tell you, bro, I'd be in love, man. Like this well, is this is all show, the women though, have to do Even they me. have to put titties and ass in the show sometimes because they had the last episode. They were like, "Oh, just have that little moment with Mary Lou," and they just have to have that extra five seconds of her getting in the hot tub, which I respect. I appreciate. I it. mean, it's there. She did it, you know what I'm saying? It's like they, they just trying to Dude, document the story. On the you know what I'm saying? Surfing on that fake wave thing that one time. Yeah, they you know, man, it happened. Yeah. You think you think Fox somehow made the titty pop out, Matt? Is that oh, is that yeah. how deep the conspiracy oh, goes? Oh, <laughs> there was some producer behind the camera when they shot that, and she was like, Hey, uh, Mary Lou, you know, if uh, if a titty just happens to pop out that we can blur out, I got an extra three hundo for you right now, cash. Oh, I, feel, I feel like that's oh, what they do in reality shows where it's literally like they're not going to tell you this, but it's almost like oh, in the NFL man. where they used to do that, like uh, they incentives, shit. <laughs> like yeah. There's just some producer bounty like, gate paid, but he has like cold hard cash, and he's like, look. Maybe you go up. Maybe you say something racist over there to the black chick. Just I'm just saying. And if you do, and we get the footage, I got six hundred dollars here. I mean, you can have this right now. Bruh. Like I guarantee. Oh man, if it's it probably is just like that. But if it's as dirty as where they're offering the cash fresh to you, right? I'd be like, man, hand it to me. I'd be like, man, give me that money right quick. I'd go put it in my pocket. That's I, it's so quick, dude. I'd be I'd be the most rawest person on reality TV because of that it's shit. That, but but see, honestly, the man, thing you get like there, you can't do that though because a guaranteed if that's how it is, and I I know that you have to sign mad documents to be on those shows. Guaranteed, there's language that if you talk about that, it's like a non-disclosure. Oh, I wouldn't tell. I mean, oh, I wouldn't tell. Dude, I wouldn't give a fuck. I would just be raking. I'll be raking in the money because I would be gouging their ass. Like they'd be like, yeah, six hundred. I'd be like, nah, man, I got you got me like three thousand. They'd be like, what? I'd be like, I mean, you got more like three money G's. in your pocket. I'll say whatever you want, but I know there's more in there. Right. We got right. Two, we exactly. got ten more hours to shoot. You telling me yeah. I'm the only one getting this? Right. Exactly. I'd be running a checkup on their ass, bro. Because that's what I'm saying, man. Like my dream is always just hit a lick like that, bro. Like be on like deal or no deal, and they just off out the gate deal or no deal is like hundred fifty. Because like, what if you just hit all the right numbers and it's just like. The banker want to give you 150000 right now. Deal, yeah. motherfucker. Peace. Like, shit. I mean, you only going to go home with like 70 Gs. Realistically, that's 75 yeah, 70 Gs, in your pocket. But I'm taking that up for, for, for saying yes. Yeah, I'll take 75 Gs for saying <laughs> yes. Yeah, all day. Whenever yeah. I would go, before I went on the show, I would consolidate all my debt and I would find out what the, what the, minimum, what the minimum I could pay them to get it to all go away. And if I got to that number on the show, immediately I'd be like, I know I could potentially get more, but I would, this buys my freedom from debt. So, oh, bro, I'm trying to tell you, man. I would be, I would be loving on that. Because that's like when you go to Vegas, there's no framing it. It's like you got to walk when you're winning, but that's so hard to do. You just have to be like, this number is, 
I know I want a million, but no, if I get this, I got to walk because I can buy right. peace of mind. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, <laughs> I don't even Sophie's know, man. choice, dude, because I'd be up there like, the shit's going good. I could just roll another one and get another, like double this, you know, but that's the, that's it, dude. Yeah. That's how they get you. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure those shows are fixed too, though. I think deal or no deal, they tell you you got to hit a certain amount for they'll let you slide out of there, bro. Because like me, I'm telling you, I'll do them motherfucking 30 for like 50K and just be like, man, look, bro, I'm richer than I was. And then, and then just be going the weed and then bank the rest. So I'm good. Exactly, man. Exactly. They'd be looking at me like, damn, bro, you could have won all this money. I'd be like, man, I could have lost all that money too, bro. That's what y'all don't understand. It's like you ain't thinking the right way, man. So I I don't know, man. I would just be I would be their worst nightmare because literally, I mean, they probably like it if you take a little bit of money, but they'd be the shortest deal or no deal ever. Like, man, we only got fucking three minutes of content from this dude. <laughs> like, it's like the whole rest of it is just him justifying why he took the deal. It's forty five minutes of him being like, "Hey, man, look, man, I was I needed that money, though." Shitty, like, look, man, stop judging me. I'm right, like, exactly. I want my money, right? Where's the check at? Hey, buddy, like, I could definitely get further in this, but I'm walking because this is a fiscally good decision, okay? Hell yeah, man. Oh, Hell yeah, bro. It's like, y'all don't live my life. You don't know my pains, okay? Yeah. You don't understand. You know what it's like <laughs> to get a call from Sally Mae every five minutes for two and a half years? You know what that's like? Oh, man. Shit, man, I'm about to be off them. They ass about to be out of my face, man. Shit, I got to worry about hospitals oh, and shit God. calling me now. Uh man, oh come to find, oh yeah. Well, let's end the podcast. We can talk about it, but uh, Uh, but anyway, so you know, I guess the the morals of today's story are one: just hey, child molesters, fuck the fuck off. First off, just get out of (laughs) here. Um, secondly, reality TV is some trash, and third, uh, if Aaron's ever on reality TV. I mean, he's going to go down in history. Everyone thought Puck was an asshole. Aaron's going to be <laughs> fucking the most insane motherfucker of all time. So just My just morals are for sale on reality television show. <laughs> if anybody's casting out there, just let it be known. Name your price. I, I, I will consider all offers. That's all I'm saying. I'm and a free to agent. Add, to TLC and all the scumbags that work over there, if you need more scumbags to work as a producer for a, some new reality show, me and Aaron are available and very capable of shooting this trash. So please hit us. Yeah.